Today is the 24th day of January. Welcome to the Daily Audio Bible. I am Brian. It is fantastic to be here with you today as we gather around the global campfire and release the cares of this life. And we can pick them back up. I always say that because we say we say things like this all the time and it's like, yeah, 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 that living that out practically is difficult. This is just a break. It, it's like a reorientation. Whatever we have to deal with, we have to deal with. How we deal with it, though, the scriptures can inform. And just a little breather, just a, a little oasis to step away for a second can completely change the orientation to what we're doing. And so it's wonderful to be around this global campfire and that we even have this place that we know is a safe place and that the scriptures are just coming into our lives. And so let's move in that direction and allow the scriptures to come into our lives for today. We have been working our way through the story of Joseph in the book of Genesis, and that's what we're continuing to do as we approach the conclusion of the book of Genesis tomorrow. But we are in today, and so today, Genesis chapters 48 and 49. After this happened, Joseph was told, father is getting weaker. So he took his two sons, Manasseh and Ephraim, with him. When Jacob was informed, your son Joseph is here now, he pulled himself together and sat up in bed. Jacob said to Joseph, God Almighty appeared to me in Luz in the land of Canaan. He blessed me and said to me, I am about to give you many children to increase your numbers and to make you a large group of peoples. I will give this land to your descendants following you as an enduring possession. Now, your two sons born to you in the land of Egypt before I arrived in Egypt are my own. Ephraim and Manasseh are just like Reuben and Simeon to me. Your family who is born to you after them are yours. But their inheritance will be determined under their brothers' names. When I came back from Paddan Aram, Rachel died to my sorrow on the road in the land of Canaan, with some distance yet to go to Ephrathah. So I buried her there near the road to Ephrathah, which is Bethlehem. When Israel saw Joseph's sons, he said, Who are these? Joseph told his father, They're my sons whom God gave me here. Israel said, Bring them to me and I will bless them. Because Israel's eyesight had failed from old age and he wasn't able to see, Joseph brought them close to him and he kissed and embraced them. Israel said to Joseph, I didn't expect I'd see your face. But 
now God has shown me your children too. Then Joseph took them from Israel's knees, and he bowed low with his face to the ground. Joseph took both of them, Ephraim in his right hand, at Israel's left hand, and Manasseh in his left hand, at Israel's right hand, and brought them close to him. But Israel put out his right hand and placed it on the head of Ephraim, the younger one, and his left hand on Manasseh's head, crossing his hands, because Manasseh was the oldest son. He blessed them and said, May the God before whom my fathers Abraham and Isaac walked, may the God who was my shepherd from the beginning until this day, may the divine messenger who protected me from all harm bless the young men. Through them may my name be kept alive and the names of my fathers Abraham and Isaac May they grow into a great multitude throughout the land. When Joseph saw that his father had placed his right hand on Ephraim's head, he was upset and grasped his father's hand to move it from Ephraim's head to Manasseh's head. Joseph said to his father, No, my father, this is the oldest son. Put your right hand on his head. But his father refused and said, I know, my son, I know. He'll become a people too, and he'll also be great. But his younger brother will be greater than he will, and his descendants will become many nations. Israel blessed them that day, saying, Through you, Israel will pronounce blessings, saying, May God make you like Ephraim and Manasseh, so Israel put Ephraim before Manasseh. Then Israel said to Joseph, I'm about to die. God will be with you and return you to the land of your fathers. I'm giving you one portion more than to your brothers, a portion that I took from the Amorites with my sword and my bow. Jacob summoned his sons and said, Gather around so that I can tell you what will happen to you in the coming days. Assemble yourselves and listen, sons of Jacob. Listen to Israel, your father. Reuben, you are my oldest son, my strength, and my first contender, superior in status and superior in might, as wild as the waters. You won't endure, for you went up to your father's bed. You went up and violated my couch. Simeon and Levi are brothers. Weapons of violence, their stock in trade. May I myself never enter their council. May my honor never be linked to their group, for when they were angry they killed men and whenever they wished, they maimed oxen. Cursed be their anger. It is violent. Their rage. It is relentless. I'll divide them up within Jacob and disperse them within Israel. Judah, you are the one your brothers will honor. 
Your hand will be on the neck of your enemies. Your father's sons will bow down to you. Judah is a lion's cub. From the prey, my son, you rise up. He lies down and crouches like a lion, like a lioness who dares disturb him. The scepter won't depart from Judah, nor the ruler's staff from among his banners. Gifts will be brought to him. People will obey him. He ties his male donkey to the vine, the colt of his female donkey to the vine's branches. He washes his clothes in wine, his garments in the blood of grapes. His eyes are darker than wine and his teeth whiter than milk. Zebulun will live at the seashore. He'll live at the harbor of ships. His border will be at Sidon. Issachar is a sturdy donkey, bedding down beside the village hearths. He saw that a resting place was good and that the land was pleasant. He lowered his shoulder to haul loads and join the work gangs. Dan will settle disputes for his people as one of Israel's tribes. Dan will be a snake on the road, a serpent on the path, biting a horse's heels so its rider falls backward. I long for your victory, Lord. God will be attacked by attackers, but he'll attack their back. Asher grows fine foods and he will supply the king's delicacies. Naphtali is a wild doe that gives birth to beautiful fawns. Joseph is a young bull, a young bull by a spring who strides with oxen. They attacked him fiercely and fired arrows. The archers attacked him furiously, but his bow stayed strong and his forearms were nimble. By the hands of the strong one of Jacob, by the name of the shepherd, the rock of Israel, by God, your father, who supports you, by the Almighty who blesses you with blessings from the skies above and blessings from the deep sea below, blessings from breasts and womb. The blessings of your Father exceed the blessings of the eternal mountains, the wealth of the everlasting hills. May they all rest on Joseph's head, on the forehead of the one set apart from his brothers. Benjamin is a wolf who hunts. In the morning he devours the prey. In the evening he divides the plunder. These are the twelve tribes of Israel. And this is what their father said to them. He blessed them by giving each man his own particular blessing. Jacob ordered them, I am soon to join my people. Bury me with my ancestors in the cave that's in the field of Ephron the Hittite, 
in the cave that's in the field of Machpelah, near Mamre, in the land of Canaan, that Abraham bought from Ephron the Hittite as a burial property. That is where Abraham and his wife Sarah are buried, and where Isaac and his wife Rebekah are buried, and where I buried Leah. It is the field and the cave in it that belonged to the Hittites. After he finished giving orders to his sons, he put his feet up on the bed, took his last breath, and joined his people. Matthew 15, 29 through 16, 12. Jesus moved on from there along the shore of the Galilee Sea. He went up a mountain and sat down. Large crowds came to him, including those who were paralyzed, blind, injured, and unable to speak, and many others. They laid them at his feet, and he healed them. So the crowd was amazed when they saw those who had been unable to speak, talking, and paralyzed, cured, and the injured walking, and the blind seeing. And they praised the God of Israel. Now Jesus called his disciples and said, I feel sorry for the crowd because they have been with me for three days and have nothing to eat. I don't want to send them away hungry for fear they won't have enough strength to travel. His disciples replied, Where are we going to get enough food in this wilderness to satisfy such a big crowd? Jesus said, How much bread do you have? They responded, Seven loaves and a few fish. He told the crowd to sit on the ground. He took the seven loaves of bread and the fish after he gave thanks, he broke them into pieces and gave them to the disciples, and the disciples gave them to the crowds. Everyone ate until they were full. The disciples collected seven baskets full of leftovers. Four thousand men ate, plus women and children. After dismissing the crowds, Jesus got into the boat and came to the region of Magadan. The Pharisees and Sadducees came to Jesus. In order to test him, they asked him to show them a sign from heaven. But he replied, At evening you say, It will be nice weather because the sky is bright red. And in the morning you say, There will be bad weather today because the sky is cloudy. You know how to make sense of the sky's appearance? But you are unable to recognize the signs that point to what the time is. An evil and unfaithful generation searches for a sign, but it won't receive any sign except Jonah's sign. Then he left them and went away. When the disciples arrived on the other side of the lake, they had forgotten to bring bread. Jesus said to them, Watch out and be on your guard for the yeast of the Pharisees and Sadducees. They discussed this among themselves and said, We didn't bring any bread. Jesus knew what they were discussing and said, You people of weak faith, why are you discussing among yourselves the fact that you don't have any bread? Don't you understand yet? 
Don't you remember the five loaves that fed the five thousand and how many baskets of leftovers you gathered? And the seven loaves that fed the four thousand and how many large baskets of leftovers you gathered? Don't you know that I wasn't talking about bread? But be on your guard for the yeast of the Pharisees and Sadducees. Then they understood that he wasn't telling them to be on their guard for yeast used in making bread. No, he was telling them to watch out for the teaching of the Pharisees and Sadducees. Psalm 20 For the music leader, the Psalm of David. I pray that the Lord answers you whenever you are in trouble. Let the name of Jacob's God protect you. Let God send help to you from the sanctuary and support you from Zion. Let God recall your many grain offerings. Let him savor your entirely burned offerings. Selah. Let God grant what is in your heart and fulfill all your plans. Then we will rejoice that you've been helped. We will fly our flags in the name of our God. Let the Lord fulfill all your requests. Now I know that the Lord saves his anointed one. God answers his anointed one from his heavenly sanctuary answering with mighty acts of salvation achieved by his strong hand. Some people trust in chariots, others in horses, but we praise the Lord's name. They will collapse and fall, but we will stand up straight and strong. Lord, save the king. Let him answer us when we cry out. Proverbs 4, 20-27 My son, pay attention to my words. Bend your ear to my speech. Don't let them slip from your sight. Guard them in your mind. They are life to those who find them and healing for their entire body. More than anything you guard, protect your mind, for life flows from it. Have nothing to do with a corrupt mouth. Keep devious lips far from you. Focus your eyes straight ahead. Keep your gaze on what is in front of you. Watch your feet on the way, and all your paths will be secure. Don't deviate a bit to the right or the left. Turn your feet away from evil. Okay, so we will conclude the book of Genesis tomorrow and we can feel it kind of coming to a close as we come to the close of, of the narrative of Joseph's story. And in today's reading we said goodbye to Jacob, the one whose name was changed to Israel, the one whose children are the children of Israel. So Abraham, Isaac, 
and Jacob have lived and we've moved through their lives and their stories and now they have all passed away. And so it is to Joseph's generation, his brother's generation, the ones who become tribes to carry the story forward in Egypt. In the book of Matthew, we see Jesus having uh, encounters with the educated religious authorities that are out and among the people, the Pharisees and Sadducees, the teachers of religious law. Like Jesus is on the radar now. Like he's moving around doing what he's doing and it doesn't take long for that kind of news to start spreading. And so it spreads among the common people. First, the villagers, the people that he's going to. But eventually it gets to the, the religious leaders, even all the way back to Jerusalem. And so we see that on a regular basis now, Jesus is being questioned by these people about what he's doing and why he's doing it and who told him he could do it and why he's not doing it the way that they've decided it should be done. Why uh, he chooses to do things that are maybe different than the way that it has been interpreted and determined to be done by the elders as they've wrestled with the text and have determined what God wants. Why would Jesus do something different than that? And of course, Jesus confronts them back by saying, why are you actually like, how have you deviated so far from the actual text that you have created traditions that are contrary to what God actually wants? How can you be so blind? How can you not see? You're here looking for a sign. You know how to tell signs. You can even look up at the sky and foretell the signs of the weather that's coming. How do you not have eyes to see and ears to hear the signs that are all around you? You guys are the religious leaders. Which is what leads Jesus to tell his disciples then to beware of the leaven or the yeast of the Pharisees and the Sadducees. And they're thinking that they forgot bread, right? They're thinking they don't have food and that's what he's talking about. And so he clarifies for them again, like opening their eyes to see and their ears to hear. He's not talking about food He's talking about the teachings of these religious leaders that have been wrestled with over time and the traditions that have come around them that have become more important, like adherence to the traditions is more important than what God actually wants or what the text is actually teaching. And so as the Pharisees and Sadducees go out and about and try to enforce these traditions, Jesus is likening that to yeast or leaven. And this is their teachings. It's, it's not unlike the parable that we talked about just a couple days ago, where Jesus says that the kingdom of heaven is like leaven or yeast put into flour and mixed in. In terms of the kingdom, once the loaf rises, the yeast has done its job, but you can't find the yeast anymore. Once it's mixed in, you can't find it. And Jesus is saying, beware of the yeast of the Pharisees and Sadducees. It's all mixed in here. 
what God actually was commanding and the traditions that had grown up around that. It's all mixed in here. You have to have eyes to see and ears to hear. So Jesus is saying, just because they're educated, just because they're seen, just because they're famous, just because they have a platform, just because they have authority, doesn't mean they can't be wrong. Open your eyes. Open your ears. Have eyes to see and ears to hear. So Jesus, we take that to heart as well, and we consider the traditions that we adhere to and wonder why sometimes. And we elevate any number of people, which isn't a bad thing, but we will elevate what they say and what they interpret and put it in a position higher than the text itself because we don't know the text itself. And so to even begin to do what you are saying here, which is to have eyes to see and ears to hear and be able to discern the difference between, essentially between yeast and flour, we're going to have to know what flour is like. And in this example, we're going to need to know what you are like more and more and more as the scriptures lead us deeper and deeper into understanding and as we walk by the power of your Holy Spirit into an ever-deepening love story together where our hearts are for you and your heart is for us and we love you and desire to please you and not just please you by adhering to rituals but please you out of our hearts from within us from the inside out and so we ask holy spirit lead us into all truth lead us on the pathways of truth that we may walk in them and we know that you will and we know that you are and we confess that we're not always paying attention Help us pay attention, we ask in Jesus' name. Amen. DailyAudioBible.com is home base. And that is where you find out what's going on around here. So certainly check it out. Check out the different sections like the Daily Audio Bible shop. There are a number of resources in the shop that are for the journey we are on. And we are about to take a journey to the land of the Bible, I guess, uh, less than two weeks from now. And so whether you're actually going physically or whether you'll be going virtually, just make sure your bags are packed because I'm going to be putting everybody in my suitcase and we'll all go together virtually or in person. And uh, looking forward to that. I haven't been in several years because of well, pandemic issues. And uh, so looking forward to that. But what does that got to do with the Daily Audio Bible shop? Uh, in the shop, you will find a number of resources, but one of the resources is called Promised Land, the Essential Pilgrims Edition. 
And that's a digital download of the Promised Land films. And so there are a number of films, I think over 70 films that we made over the course of a couple of years to just really bring, uh, just really bring the land to life the best that we can and give as comprehensive of a view in a few short minutes of all of the different locations. And so that is a resource that is good for going through the Bible with, for sure, because so often we are rooted in a location and we have filmed so many of the locations. And so just being able to kind of have a window open up and just look through it and understand some of the uh, important things that happen in the scriptures and what it, what it looks like all around the area is really, really helpful for moving through the stories of the Bible and understanding the geography. And so that's Promised Land, the Essential Pilgrims edition that can be found in the Daily Audio Bible shop. And you can download it and unzip it and watch it. If you want to partner with the Daily Audio Bible, if it is a life-giving thing to come around the global campfire as a community and take the next step forward every day, and thank you for your partnership humbly. There is a link on the homepage at dailyaudiobible.com. If you're using the app, you can press the Give button in the upper right-hand corner. The mailing address is P.O. Box 1996, Spring Hill, Tennessee, 37174. And as always, if you have a prayer request or encouragement, you can hit the hotline button in the app, or you can dial 877 877- Nine four two, four two five three, and that is it for today. I'm Brian. I love you, and I'll be waiting for you here tomorrow. Good morning, family. This is Allie from New York. I am a visiting nurse and. I had the pleasure of meeting a patient yesterday, very sick patient on dialysis, and she also has an autistic daughter, and she is so sick, she is so weak. Her daughter is so uh, helpful, but she is limited on what she can help her mom with. I'm going to call her V and the daughter A. They're both in need of help. Please pray that the Lord provides them with support. V is so sick. She's so weak. When she comes back from dialysis, she can't do anything for herself. And A tries her best, but she's so limited on what she can actually do to help her mom. They have no family support. They really need help. Please pray for health uh, to return to V's body. Please pray for support for A. Lord, please bless them. Give them some kind of support, community support. We've been trying to help her, but this it's so limited now after the pandemic. Family, V and A are in need of your prayers. Please pray for them. Please pray for health of V's body. 
Please pray that uh, she could get better because all things are possible with God. I just ask you, family, I don't typically call in for my patients, but yesterday it was so heartbreaking. Please pray for the Heidi Ho siblings. It's your little sis, his little Sheree in Canada. Don't you just love hearing all the different voices in the community prayer podcast? Everyone is so different and that's what makes it beautiful. I have such a tendency to compare myself to others. I don't know if you do that, but it's hard sometimes to feel like, um, well, it's hard not to feel like some people are more important than I am, or I think we all have that tendency to compare. And I just wanted to share that today more than ever, I'm aware of how valuable each one of us is because we're different and we're unique. And we may see that as, as a failure, but only because we're comparing ourselves to somebody else. The Lord doesn't feel that way about us. Every one of us is the only one as far as his affection for us is concerned, right? So every one of us is his favorite and every one is beautiful. And he likes spending time with each one of us because we're not so-and-so. We're uniquely ourselves and he treasures that so much. And I think if I'm hearing his heart correctly, he's saying, please don't twist yourself into something you're not to try and please me. Just let me love you and let me let my love free you to be who you are, who you were intended to be. Jesus will change us, right? To make us more free, more ourselves, but it's his love that does it. it it's his affection that heals us. Hello, Daily Audio Bible. I found you all uh, the day before the beginning of the year. I wanted to start reading my Bible, but I had done something to my eye, which is requiring me to have surgery on it, and my vision was impaired. I've had a rough last year. I lost my son to an overdose. And I have just been feeling very numb and, and a little lost lately. I've lost every one of my children, and I know that, that God has something for me to do. But I keep getting these attacks. I have issues, I have an issue with my heart and with my eyes. And I just need healing and I need healing in my heart after the loss of my son. I am, I know God has something for me and I know I'm here for a reason. Just, I just need him to guide me and to show me the way. Hi, D.A.B. This beloved daughter, um, Ashley. Right now, I'd rather have you call me um, the name that I cannot think of, but means all that bitterness and whatever. 
sorrowful stuff that uh, Ruth said to call her, I'm sorry, not Ruth, Naomi said to call her when she came back home um, at first. And uh, she said, don't call me Naomi, call me whatever it was she said to call her. That's how I feel. I'm going to be 51 in May, and pretty much, I just feel like you gave me a shot, and all of a sudden, all this 51 years of rejection, pain, hatred, betrayal, you know, just everything wrong in my life that's ever been wrong um, has just completely flooded me. I thought this year's going to be great. I can just, you know, it's, I want to be closer to the Lord. I'm going to be happy. This is going to be a happy year. Nothing happened. I mean, you know, I was happy and looking forward to it. And, you know, the new year came and we started. And then I got the flu. And, you know, that's just, you know, you got to deal with that. But aside from that, nothing actually happened. I don't know what happened. All I know is that I'm sitting here hating my life, hating God, hating everybody and everything. And I'm just bitter and resentful, can't stand anything. And I don't know why. I know what I hate and stuff, but I don't. Hello, Dabbers. My name is Kristen or Christ in Me. Um, I started listening to y'all at the end of last year, the very last day of the year. So I've been there since the beginning of the year with y'all, listening every day, listening to your praise reports and your prayer requests. I have recently experienced some troubling things um, with my health and I have lost my last child. I've had three children die to drugs or suicide. And I've always felt like my calling and was to minister to those in grief, and that's something I've done. But right now, I'm just having to comfort myself. And I'm feeling a little numb, and I'm dealing with some health issues on my heart, and I have to get surgery on my eye. I um, partially lost my vision in my left eye. and But that is what brought me to here, because I couldn't read my Bible, but I wanted to read my Bible. So I found y'all so I could listen to it and kind of follow along. And I've been doing that since the beginning of the year. And I feel like I found a home. I've been looking for a home for a while. I didn't know I could find a home this way, but just listening to your prayer requests, I feel like I can relate to you all and and just kind of have a community. And it's a, it's a blessing. But I just would ask that you would Heal my eye and my heart and heal my heart for the grief that I'm dealing with so that I can minister to others. And I just pray this in your, your blood. Hey, my extraordinary dab fam. This is Kingdom Seeker Daniel. Family, I just want to lift up some of our dabbers, so if you'd be so kind to join me. Father, I give you thanks for our brother Bushman who is fighting for joint custody for his children. And God, we thank you that the judge is in favor, but his wife is struggling and pushing against this. And Lord, as difficult as this can be, um, I 
thank you, God, that Bushman has the mind to press in concerning his children. Lord, will you rule in a favorable way so that the children win? Lord, this is never an easy situation. And Lord, we know that um, you can do anything. And so, Lord, we pray that your divine will would be done concerning this marriage. And if it's not going to be restored, will you let the children come out of this as unscathed as possible and let your will be done concerning the custody in Jesus' name. And for the young man that's 15 years old, God, I thank you for this precious young man. Thank you for his generation. Raise this young man to be a voice in his generation, crying out and standing out to be different. And I give you praise for what you're doing in this young man's life. For our young brother, Renzo, Lord, we thank you for how you are keeping him, how you are guarding him, how you are watching over him. You are protecting his thoughts, his mind, and his life. Keep him in perfect peace with his mind on you. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you.